Never heard of the Millennium Fault? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kepler run less than 12 parsecs. everybody i know it's been a hot hot minute since you've heard from us um if you haven't checked out our game show episode already please do so but we are kessel run weekly and you have cheyenne here today with you myself and brody say hi brody hi um but we are trying to get back into the swing of things it's gonna take us a minute to kind of find our flow again um but we appreciate everybody's patience and loyalty and friendship um, what I'm thinking for you guys is maybe main channel episodes one week and then the next week do a Clone Wars commentary and then keep doing it bi-weekly like that. Um, I think that just might be easier on everyone's brain and also still making sure that we bring you quality content. So we are here and starting not necessarily a new series of things, but just doing it in trilogy format like we love to do here. Um, and we're going to talk deleted scenes. So I brought Brody along on this adventure, and I'm very excited to get to hear his points of view and his fun facts. Um, and we are doing the original trilogy. Like, we, as we should. You know? As we should. Always start with the original trilogy. You, you mentioned we're doing deleted scenes? Yes. Okay, good, good, good. I, I was not uh, paying attention. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Me neither. <laughs> I was I'm saying just it and was not paying whatever attention. Whatever <laughs> comes into my brain. Yeah, exactly. Just, it's all out on the table. That's my intros 90% of the time. I'm like, hi! Okay. Hi, today we are going to talk about a Star Wars content that we are very proud to produce. Yeah, <laughs> we are, but I'm just like... Well, I, we are, we are, but like, we're not lying, we're we just, just not focusing on yeah. what we're saying. My, like, I, like, I just accidentally say something like, and I haven't changed my pants in three days. Mental and, illness uh, like in it's, it. It's just something that like pops in my brain. Like, it's, and I just say it. Yeah. And I gotta take the dog for a walk. Yeah, exactly. It's like I know what I'm supposed to be saying, but also this thing is on my mind. This okay. is also on my mind. Yeah, exactly. It's like when you're like writing down something, and then you hear a conversation, and you write down whatever they're talking about, and you're like, "How did this happen?" Exactly. You're listening to like a podcast while doing an essay. Yeah. I, I did that. I genuinely did that today. I started. I was listening to uh, like this comedian's podcast, and um, I just started writing down what they were saying. Like, no, this is not about that time. I discovered myself on a spiritual journey. This is this is talking about uh, YouTubers and stuff. That's so funny. Yeah, very different things. So let's just jump right into this. Um, I'm so excited about this because I don't think I've ever seen the original trilogy deleted scenes or the prequel deleted scenes. I've only seen a few um, prequel deleted scenes, and I think it's just been, like, in snippets. Um, So to, like, watch these was kind of interesting, especially because, I'm not going to lie to y'all, during this, during quarantine, during going back to work, during going back to school, just kind of everything that has accumulated in my life... I haven't watched a lot of Star Wars, and it's making me sad, but 
I can't really pinpoint why I'm not watching a lot of Star Wars. And I started to the other day. I started putting on Rebels to go to sleep to again, um, which is what I used to do. And then um, I've been watching, like, some YouTubes and some TikToks. And maybe TikTok is bringing me, like, my satisfactory Star Wars content for now. But I'm gonna... And I watched... You know what? No, I watched A New Hope the other day, too. So I'm getting there. I'm getting back into it. I just was struggling for a little bit. Um, I would say the same. I during quarantine, I haven't watched a lot of stars, and just now I'm really starting to like get back into it. And I think it's because we are remodeling, well, like redesigning our garage to mm-hmm. be a bit more efficient for like you know armor production. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's kind of been a a little bit of a motivator for me. And I also just got the Lego Mos Eisley Cantina set, mm-hmm. and I watched all the original trilogy while building it, and. Um, that was really great, you know. I nice. had a wonderful time doing it. Good, yeah. Sometimes it just kind of you need a you need a moment with life, and then to to bring yourself back into it. There's always something to bring yourself back into it. And to be fair, I did just get my record player, and I put my Star Wars records on quite a lot. I found uh-huh. a a 1977 copy of um, A New Hope, so on vinyl. So that's nice. All right. Speaking of a new hope, wow, what a what a segue. Um, Good transition, right? Uh, so the deleted scenes. I think a new hope has maybe Empire has the least amount. I don't know. Um, a new hope to me, I think, has the most interesting ones though, um, as far as as a whole. Uh, the first one that we see is an alternative uh, Biggs and Luke reunion uh, in the X Wing hangar. Uh, and he says the same thing about Luke being, like, a really great bush pilot. Um, I don't really know what that means, bush pilot. Do you know what that means? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Let's like, do a I Google. Think, uh, being a bush pilot is, like, you know how they're talking about uh, sky hoppers and stuff and shooting womp rats mm-hmm. and whatever? So maybe, like, I literal think, bushes? Like, <laughs> yeah, like, they're in the bushes, like, the dried-up weeds of Tatooine going through Beggar's Canyon or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and then, it's, tell me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. 3PO, like, it did, like, a quick blip to 3PO asking R2 if that's what he wants. He was like, is this what you want? Yeah, he's, because it's like, he's getting on board the starship, and he's like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you want to do this? Are yeah. you sure this is what you want to yeah. risk your life for this rebellion? Yeah. You- Death Star. So interesting to think about that being such a sentient thought. You know? It really yeah. is. It's so like, well, you think, like self-aware. Well, think, like, 3 screams when he's scared. Like, he gets scared. He's like, ah! Get yeah. them off of me! I'm scared! Like, you know? Yeah. It's so weird. Well, and I wonder if he, at this point, I can't recall the timeline because, like I said, my brain is just fuzzy all around. But... I wonder if he recalls, like, R2's, like, experience with just being in things like this. Well, I remember because Captain Antilles gave them a memory wipe when Bail Organa gave them to him to be on board the Tant 4. Right. So, I don't know, because there's, like, something like, um... Uh, R2 still kind of knows about it, but, like, he did get the full memory wipe or something... But 3PO got a full one. Like, he doesn't remember Anakin. He doesn't remember Padme. He's just, whoop, gone. Which is so strange to me. Okay. 
Um, but it's also weird because he gets his memory wiped, but R2 always has his stuff backed up. So, like, how often yeah. does he bring back... What does... Does R2, like, pick and choose what memories he gives back to 3PO? Probably. That one time R2 stole his ice cream and was just like, oh, we don't need a... Yeah, we don't need delete. That. <laughs> delete. Delete that. We delete. don't want... Then, like, he gives him the memory reboot. Like, yeah. Oh, you're still my best friend. And yeah. I still got my ice cream that day. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember eating it. And yeah, exactly. Like, oh, that's, that's weird. Okay, mm, let's go on. You on definitely this. had it. You definitely ate it. <laughs> um, And then, from this scene, so the their little uh, pilot leader knew Anakin... Is that what we gather? At that time, it was not established that Anakin was Darth Vader. A New Hope, I think, was just because originally A New Hope was just Star Wars. Right. There was no episode four, so they don't. I don't think they planned that Darth Vader would be Luke's father. Luke's father. Okay. So okay, that's a good point. They, I hadn't thought of that. It's pretty much the same exact scene without that guy talking about like i knew your father he was a great pilot right it was um Hmm. they got rid of him like they made him walk up on the scene just like hey you're a good pilot and then it got to like a guy walked in front of the screen and it's like i hope you're good and then leaves yeah yeah yeah. in the background you get to see during that whole deleted scene you see r2 being raised into the x-wing yeah but during the edited scene you see him like like three inches off the ground and then as soon as the guy passes by he's like three feet off the ground ah yeah so it's just like whoa how how did he get up there Mm Mm-hmm. typical um okay the next one aunt brew's blue milk uh i gathered two things from this scene blue milk sounds really gross when it's being poured and why didn't we get that scene i think that would have been cool (laughs) i don't know i feel like a lot of what the original star wars was about Mm-hmm. And this was before it was episode four, before it ha- was planned to have, like, a big, cohesive story. Um, originally, Star Wars was just going to be wacky aliens and, like, whoa, that's weird. Like, one of your main, in- like, instincts when you watch these movies are, whoa, that's weird, or oh, that's strange. Mm-hmm. That's why um, I think I... Now, don't, don't crucify me for this, but I <laughs> genuinely... I'm genuinely fascinated by the Star Wars Holiday Special mm-hmm. because, 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 before you get your pitchforks <laughs> and your torches, because it's just pure, wacky Star Wars. Like, oh, it's weird. Yeah. And that's, like, the original intention of Star Wars. It wasn't the... It, before, it was just a sci-fi action movie. Yeah. But then with Empire Strikes Back, it became a sci-fi fantasy, <laughs> introducing more whimsical elements and like, deeper stories within themselves and a deeper understanding of this galaxy that it's made. Before right. it was just, oh, the milk is blue and it's weird. Like, oh, that's a weird way of doing things. And that right. scene with Baru pouring the milk is kind of like a reflection of that, oh, what a weird thing. She yeah. just pours it for a minute and it's weird, sloshy blue milk. It's like, <laughs> eh, uh. It is really gross, man. Have, have you had the blue milk at um, Galaxy's Edge? I have. Um, How is it? How is it? It's pretty great. It is... Um, so... It's like a slushy, right? Kind of. It's more like slushy meets smoothie. Oh, um, okay. And it... I can't remember which is which. So blue and green. 
And, like, respectively, they are, like, one is, like, more florally, and one is more, like, fruity. I thought blue milk was more fruity. I think you're right. Because I've, I've heard stuff like that, but I just wanted the consistency. I never heard, like, I've always heard people talk about the taste, but never the consistency. Yeah, it's I'm more just, like, like... I'm really scared. Yeah, it's probably, like, uh, 75% smoothie, 25% slushy. Okay. It's so kind of like a like a melted down milkshake, but not fully melted. Yes. All right. Yeah, and it's cold. Like it's it's chilled like a slushy, but the texture looks like a smoothie. Does that make oh, sense? So it, yeah, like a chilled. Chilled. Like, like when you put a when you put like a McWendy's frosty <laughs> in the fridge for like half an hour, yes. and it's like not completely solid, but yes. it's not super soft either. Exactly. All right, cool. We can we can move on now. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I wanted to get that out of my brain. That's like of another course. one of those Anytime, things that I just want to get out. <laughs> um, so the next one is the longest deleted scene from A New Hope, and it's the Cantina rough cut. So basically, there's like no sound effects. It's just audio of what's going on in the room. Um, so they were picking up like mumbling and sounds and speech and whatever, um, tinking of cups and whatnot, and. It's also black and white. Uh, and the first thing I noticed was an astronaut. Is there an astronaut in the movie? Um, it, I think, like, in the background there is a guy in, like, some kind of spacesuit. Yeah. But then in The Phantom Menace they shown that it wasn't, like, a straight-up astronaut. It was a guy with, like, a skull face. Ah. I was like, because, like, that's obviously not a human, but it's also obviously not an alien that we know about. So what is mm-hmm. it? <laughs> And I was like, like is the, it a spacesuit with a purpose, or is it a spacesuit as their clothing? Yeah, there's the exact scene. Uh, Star Wars spacesuit guy. <laughs> spacesuit guy. Yeah. This was, like, the suit. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, like, right in here. Exactly. But in the Phantom Menace... It was this guy, and he has like a skull face. <gasps> Whoa! Okay. Yeah, like they got Love like a that. closer shot of him, so like you see his face. That's um Rumsleg. If you want to look him up, well, Rumsleg. We, we stand Rumsleg, maybe. We stand Rumsleg. We stand Rumsleg. <laughs> well, it depends on what he's. Yeah, what I was he's gonna say I don't know what exactly. he is all about. It's but... Like he he killed his children, and it's like whoa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, I, he just walks around and he's apparently in the the Boonta Eve pod race <gasps> oh uh, stands with a little bit of everybody. So he's obviously like a background character that they gave a name to yeah. just to, so to expand the universe. They really do love doing that. Um, okay, yeah. and we have ooh. It's like everyone has a name and a purpose. Yeah. For some reason. We also have some spicy news. Han was with a lady. Yes. That is spicy. And he's like, oh, get out of here, sweetheart. Yeah. Like, oh, what, what's what's this about, huh? Yeah. Uh, I know that there was, like, you know, Kira and other girls before Leia. And there was the, the one girl, like, I can't remember if she was, like, a bounty hunter or something. But she was in the, the Star Wars, like, itself comics. Oh, I never read the comics. Oh, well, I've, I've got them over there. It's like a girl, she joins the Rebellion eventually. 
She, she has, like, big Wait, hair. Wait, I know who you're talking about. Like, she's got, like, big hair, and she's like, I'm, I'm this, this solo, and that's my husband. And it's just like, what? Yes. Who? I know who you're talking me? about. Yep. I've heard about her. I don't remember her name, but yeah. Yeah, she, she was a solo. I wonder if that girl was supposed to be her. No. No, no, she no. She seemed like a rando. All, but it, it was just a rando girl to be like, oh, he's a, he's like a, he's like an entrepreneur, if I say, if I say it lightly. A scoundrel, <laughs> if you will. A scoundrel. Oh, that's my email. Sorry, everybody. That's very loud. I know. Let's see. All right. Uh, so a girl with Han, and then later they kiss. Yeah, gross. it's like ugh, gross. I don't want kissing in my Star no Wars. No kissing in Star Wars. There's no crying in baseball. Okay. There's no. There's um, no there is a lot of kissing in, in Star Wars. So I can't say that. Um. No blasters. Audio was cut when the the bartender was like, "No blasters. No blasters." Yeah, but he was, was just like so panicked. <laughs> yeah. It was like you so panicked. You could barely hear anything. In it there. didn't seem ideal. So they they definitely added it in post. Like, yeah, the guy actually going no blasters, no blasters. Yeah, interesting that they would even think to yell that in that moment in time. Like it's good that they didn't try to keep something like that in there because people in the real world wouldn't be like, no, you can't do that in the middle of a firefight. Like someone like has like their firearm pointed at like a bank teller. Right. And it's like what? You can't, can't do, do that. that. <laughs> don't be silly. Yeah. Don't be silly like that. Don't do that. That's just not, it's not <laughs> it. Um, what else? Oh, and then there's a human snitch instead of that anteater face looking guy. Um, his name is Garandan and he's a Kubaz, thank you very much. And I will respect you. <laughs> very you intelligent, to him everyone. As such. <laughs> What's his name? Garandan. Garen Dan? And he's it's a cool word. It's not like Garen Dan, like Figurin Dan. Ah. Uh, Figurin Dan. Garen Dan. And he's a Kubaz. Yeah. And there's two more Kubaz in The Mandalorian The Ferryman and then that one bounty hunter. I did that, notice uh, that. The lake episode. I've always called him Anteater Face. He also looks like he's got a plague mask on, so plague mask well, face you, could work too. You know um, how every alien was kind of given like a marketable name? Like, not everyone wanted. Mama Nadone, the Ithorian, so they just called him Hammerhead. Yes. Or they, like, called yeah. uh, one guy, it was, like, General whatever, he has my patch, but they just called him Prune Face on the action. Yeah. That's so funny that they did that. Yeah, like, that. do you think that's, like, offensive? Like, those are, like, slurs in their world? It's like, it's hey, yo, look at this Hammerhead. Gotta be. Stop, stop calling me a Hammerhead. Yeah. Hey, oh, my at, God. Look at, at Prune Face over here. It probably yak is. Yak face. There was yak face. Mm-hmm. Walrus like, man. Oh. Yeah, walrus man. That yeah, was, uh, that's gotta be. Ponto Baba. Like, that has to be some kind of insult in that world. It's gotta but, be. Like hmm. I was saying, the one for Garandan was Long Snoot. Long Snoot. That, that, was, that was his little action figure. That's cute. On the card name. Long Snoot. That's what I want to call and him. It's like, <laughs> that's, yeah, wow, that's so accurate. Um, okay, I literally wrote a human snitch instead of anteater face. A human snitch? <laughs> he went outside and he snitched on him. Freaking turd. Snitched. All right. Uh, <laughs> best part. 
best part of this whole deleted scene. Do you know what it is? Because I know what it is. You know what it is. Oh, I know what it is, but I'd love for you to say it. English Greedo! English Greedo! English Greedo! English Greedo! Best part. English Greedo! English Greedo! Oh, man. It was so funny. That's a meme for your Reddit. I was so taken aback. I really just don't even know what I expected. I, first of all, I don't think I even expected to see that part. But I, it hadn't occurred to me that in the other deleted scenes that I've watched that, like, obviously the people that are, like, in the suits are the ones that are talking. <laughs> and I was just and like... Have you ever seen Peter, Peter Mayhew talking? No. Peter Mayhew talked in, like, while acting. Yeah. And they added the roars in post, of course. Oh, but he right. he just go... Like, you know, just open his mouth or whatever. He just went like, that old man's mad. Like, you hear him in his, like, soft British accent. It's like, sort of chewy. Like, this whole thing. A kind so soul. You it's gotta, so like, listen to it, like, Chewbacca speaking English. Yeah, I'll have it's to Google that. the cutest thing. Also, cutest thing. English Greedo says, get up, at the end. Do we think that's what McClunky means? Because then it also cut to the what we saw in the movie of, like, I'll bet you have. I think. I cannot believe that you brought up. Well, they had to, like, change the subtitles, of course, to, like, you know, fit a different narrative. The guy was just spitting, probably, like, oh, that's that's the idea. I'm gonna kill you right here and take mm-hmm. the money. Like, I feel like Rita always had the full intention of killing him. Mm-hmm. And maybe he wanted to be discreet about it and not kill another guy in the bar. But, um... I think, uh, I was gonna make a joke about McClunky, but you kind of beat me to it. I'm I was sorry. Just like, and I, no, I was like, I'm surprised he didn't even say McClunky. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, what, what the heck? heck, Disney? Uh. Add the clip of him saying McClunky. Add McClunky. Let's translate it. Add the subtitle. <laughs> add the subtitle of McClunky. Oh my god, oh my god, that's so funny. Yeah, I just was like, Get Up didn't make any sense, so maybe that's what McClunky meant, and then they just put McClunky in there because you can't tell that it means Get Up. (laughs) My mom and I, like, my mom and my sister, when we were watching A New Hope for the first, like, as soon as we got Disney+, Plus, we were like, first thing we gotta do, other than The Mandalorian, is to uh, watch A New Hope. And uh, we watched A New Hope, and there was no news of, like, McClunky at this time. Right. And then it happened, and we were like, whoa, what, the, what, what was that? And we, like, replayed it, and we were like, huh. Hmm. Uh, weird. It's, it's so clunky. strange. Um, I love it, because it's strange, but it is strange. Okay, so this next one, I know you said you had a talking point on it. This is Vader widens the search. So what were you thinking about it? Yes, well, not only is the scene, like, it's a good scene, but I feel like it's just not important mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like it's just you know him talking like double your search we will find them whatever James mm-hmm. Earl Jones or it wasn't I don't even think it was James Earl Jones that did that specific voiceover yeah I don't it sounded don't it sounded different it sounded like a different I know that David Prowse was voicing some of them in some of these deleted scenes because he, he, he just kind of sounded like I'm Darth Vader yeah Go he away. doesn't have like a nice <laughs> Vader voice so I don't know but um, the the fact that I wanted to say was that stock footage was used in future Star Wars content. That was used in a brief scene 
in the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh. It was when Darth Vader's like, search every household in the galaxy. I want to find them now. Like, you know, as they're walking down, when the officer's talking to Vader, you can see that he's obviously, like, saying something else. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, when we were watching it that one time, or, like, when the Kessel Run crew was all binge-watching it. Yeah. We were we were just sitting there, and I was looking at him like that guy's that guy's voice is not matched up to what his lips are doing. I wonder what he's saying. And then when I saw that scene, I was like, "Wait a minute!" And I went back <laughs> to the holiday special, looked up that specific scene. And I was like, "Huh, it's right after the scene with the shopkeeper." Okay. And he sells the the super shaver or whatever. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to like. I wish that my brain held on to that kind of information, but it just doesn't. It, it will never it. assist me. It's like, oh, how do I pay bills? I don't know. How do mm-hmm. I do this? Uh, I don't know. Did you know that Long Snoot is named Garandan and he's a Kubaz? Like, come on, dude. I'm True. never going to use this information in my whole life other than this very moment. And then it's like, gone. I'm That's never going to so do funny. it unless Lucasfilm hires me to be a story writer. Unless. Just saying. Unless. Just <laughs> I'm just shooting that out into the forest. If Lucasfilm is listening, I would love to get a job as a story writer. I know every single story beat of the Star Wars galaxy. I'm the chronicler. <laughs> you have spoken it into existence. All right. I have spoken. Uh, next one is Old Woman on Tatooine. I really think that this is the old lady at the end of The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Ray she, just, she just yells and like pumps her fists. So she was probably yeah, being she was just like, rude. Yeah, go Jawas! And then or that. walked away slowly. <laughs> yeah. She could have said some kind of Star Wars profanity. Yeah, Star Wars profanity. She probably called somebody Poodoo or something. Or ner- scruffy looking nerf herder. Yeah. Milker. Yeah. It's interesting that she shook both fists, but it's fine. Uh, yeah. Maybe she was just like, yeah, bingo night! And that's where she's walking to. She yeah. does look just like the old lady in... I yeah, don't know if that was intentional. I don't know. The cloak and everything. Because I was like, the cloak and everything. what would be the point of having the lady at the end? Obviously, at the end... I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Six o'clock. At the end of um, The Rise of Skywalker, I get that the point was to allow Rey to like accept her, her uh, found identity. And, like, tell us. <laughs> but. Like, make it a little bit more obvious instead of, like, yeah. a subtle thing of just Luke and Leia looking at her and just being Right. Like, mm. And being like, ah, yes. But. It's like, the kiddos won't get that. It's the kiddos. We gotta incorporate. Yeah. And. But then I think about it, I'm like, I wonder if they, like, know. They had, they have to know. They have to know. They have to know that they had an old deleted scene of an old lady on Tatooine that was just like, meh. And then yeah, they were they like, ha- let's bring her I in. I know that Disney has been trying to bring, like, dead Star Wars content back. Like, right. example, in The Mandalorian, the the fledgling Mithril mm-hmm. mentions Life Day, when George Lucas explicitly said, I don't, like, I don't want this in my movie. I don't want Star Wars, the holiday special, to be anything. I don't want Life Day to exist. Mm-hmm. And now they're making a new Lego Star Wars special, that like a Star Wars holiday Lego Star Wars holiday special that is supposed to be Life Day, 
but it's like a big <laughs> crossover between the prequels, original trilogy, and the sequels. That sounds horrible. I'm kind of, well, <clears throat> Lego does pretty funny stuff. Like, have you ever watched they some do, of Lego yeah, stuff? Yeah, I guess they, you're right. They do it really They are funny. a good, like, com- comedic platform. I don't know who does it. Like, I don't know if it's, like, the same guys who've done, like, Robot Chicken or something. Because they, they, it's just it's a bunch funny. of nerds that know what they're talking about. And it appeals <clears throat> to the nerds that understand it. Like, a la you and me. Yeah. So it's, like, it's so funny. That's And, true. like, it gets genuine laughter out of me when I watch them. Like, I watched them, like, a couple months ago in, like, the beginning of quarantine. Like, I watched all of Resistance. I did that. And then I was like, man, now I don't have any other new series to watch. Eh, screw it. I'll watch the Yoda Chronicles. Ah, uh, yes. And, uh, I watched all of those. And they're funny. Yeah. I think, like, the funniest one was, um, there was a character introduced in the Yoda Chronicles. He was like a clone that was infused with like a kyber crystal, and he was force sensitive. Whoa! Yeah, it was it was cool. He had a big glowy transparent arm, and um, whoa! Yeah, it was cool. And his name was like Jack, and Yoda was on Dagobah, and he was like, mm, "Sense trouble with young Skywalker, I do." And he was with Ben Kenobi, and he's like, "I think you know who you have to call." It's like. Yes, the only one who can save the day now. And then the ghost of Qui-Gon appears, and he's oh like, God. I have arrived, just as you needed me to. And then he says, like, uh, oh, Qui-Gon, yes, you're the one we needed. He's like, well, what do you need me, what do you need me for? And Yoda was like, uh, you can open up this jar of pickles. Oh, my and God. Like, and he looked, like, really, like, are you kidding me at first? That's and so then he was, funny. like, you remembered how good I am at opening things. Oh my like, god! And I do a, love Lego. Lego is really good at that. <laughs> I just love Lego in general. The games, the shows, the that product really that I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on. Yeah, they have already got some money out of me in video game format and Kylo Ren format. <laughs> yes, but I think we're going a little off topic talking about Lego Star Wars. Listen, who cares? <laughs> it's all Star Wars. We're, Like, Mr. or Mrs. or they viewer, you tuned in to hear some Star Wars, right? You're hearing some Star Wars. Yes, you're hearing Star Wars no matter what. Um, The next deleted scene is Search for R2-D2, and I thought it was kind of meh, but it was a little funny, but it was like kind of like meh. I think it was funny because I never noticed that it's 3PO driving the land speeder. It is weird. He's hauling it, dude. It is weird. I think it was like good, like a good moment of like Star Wars comedy <clears throat> because it was like calm comedy, I guess. Yeah, um, like so it, it takes was... itself seriously, but it's ridiculous. Right, exactly. Um, and it is funny that he was driving. Honestly, I've, I've blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> it's a cursed image. It's a cursed image of 3PO <laughs> being allowed to drive anything. Um, and then me... when they're going to Mos Eisley, he's just sitting on the back and he's like, you know, I have my driver's license. Right. I this. Why am I <laughs> yeah. Me every time I'm I get on robot, Star Tours. I don't get cramps and I'm like, nothing. 3PO, please don't fly this tour bus. I don't want you to crash <laughs> it. But he does. Um, okay. Uh, second best one. Second best deleted scene, in my opinion. Tashi Station. Yeah, that's cool. It's so it's good. Cool. It's. I'm. I'm not mad that it's not in the movie. I think it's cool that it is a deleted scene because it's just like, 
I don't know, like, that, like, kind of little extra spicy content that you don't really need to see in the movie, but it's cool to know that it exists um, in the story of Luke Skywalker. It's interesting that Cammy calls him Wormy. Cammy is somebody that I wanted to cosplay before, but I'm worried that nobody's going to know who I am. Yeah, it's just like, oh, Star Wars Denizen. And it's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm someone. Yeah. Cammy, mm-hmm. and it's like, is that the guy from Paper Mario? Like, right, right. But I would say this scene, I feel like if it was in the movie, it wouldn't be so cool. Because right. the, the, the phrase is, oh, but Uncle Owen, I want to go to the Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, alludes to Tashi Station existing for mm-hmm. us fans, and mm-hmm. being able to see that is a really cool experience. But if, like, what if you were watching a movie and it was like, like, oh man, I was going to go to 7-Eleven, and then later it shows them in 7-Eleven, it wouldn't be as cool of a scene. Yeah, it also doesn't get to justify Luke whining like he does. If we yeah, see exactly. It, you know? He still did, like, that happens before... They purchase uh, C-3PO and R2-D2. So why didn't he pick up the power converters while he was there? You know. Joe and Biggs and everybody, the the Binox to the battle up above. It's a good point. And you know what? I also don't know if that maybe justifies, not justifies, but solidifies that that makes Luke even more whiny. Because he was already there. Yeah. <laughs> he was already there. I, I don't remember... If Disney has said all deleted scenes are canon, except for the ones that, like, replace distinct events. Mm-hmm. Like, the Tashi Station thing happened, but, <coughs> um, like, Han having a girl by his side didn't. Like, right, things right, that were right. completely, like, alternate scenes mm-hmm. aren't canon. Deleted scenes are. are. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, pff, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting just overall, so, like... <clears throat> Obviously, he goes and sees all of his friends. Cammy has, like, a, a boyfriend, I guess. But I read somewhere that Cammy was supposed to be Luke's girlfriend. And then, obviously, that didn't happen. But I thought that I was going to get to see that in the deleted scene, and I didn't see that. Yeah, like, I don't... It's weird, you know? I don't get it's really it. Weird. Like. Supposed to be his girlfriend, but he's she's kind of like a jerk to him. Like, yeah, but like she's so mean. Yeah, it's just like next time, get out of here. Father showing your face. Yeah. It's like, yeah, she was a little if, rude if to if him. My, if my girlfriend was like that, I'd be like, you're not nice, and we have to have a conversation. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's best if we uh, take a break and then <laughs> book it on my land speeder. Yeah, really. Um, and then, so yeah, he, like you mentioned, he thought he saw a fight over Tatooine. I thought it was interesting how they made that look through the Binox. That was not, unless that was a pre, pre-image, you know? Yeah, like, it just was like a little sparkle, just like... Yeah, like light refraction, like... Which is like... I don't think the blasters went that far. Yeah, and it's like, it's cool in concept, but like, wouldn't his Binox be able to see into an atmosphere to a certain extent? Like, wouldn't he yeah, be able to see or, better than that? and it's like, if the Binox could see <laughs> that, couldn't you just see that as much as you could see a star in the sky? Right, It's yeah. like, we can see satellites, and satellites are tiny. Yeah. When you see a star destroyer, I feel like you'd see, like, the smidgen of an outline, even yeah. in daylight. even if it's like a gray blob, not a shiny blob. Yeah, like, not it doesn't like have they're... to be shiny, it's a matte gray <clears throat> blob, so it's like, oh... 
how could you, like, I know that he says, like, oh, they're just stopping there. It must be, like, uh, whatever. They must be picking up cargo or whatever yeah. they say. I can't remember exactly, but, like, they see it, but they don't see a fight. Right. And that's what Luke <laughs> is saying, like, oh, there's a fight up there. There's a fight up there. The sky mm-hmm. is falling. <laughs> and yeah. and they're just like, there's no fight up there. It's just Imperial Star Destroyer. Just chilling. Mm. Yeah, it's so true. Why would there be a fight here? Nothing happens here. Ha 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 ha. They just get real sad. Yeah, they all just cry. Um, and then Biggs talks about like, so him and Luke are talking about like the academy, and then actually going to the alliance, and then he um says like it your alludes uncle- to like more of the rebellion being like more of a thing right yes like it just establishes a bit more rebellion yeah and it establishes the fact that like luke like wanting to go to the academy makes it seem like like when i first heard that when i first watched the originals i was like he wants to be in the empire like that doesn't make any sense and then, um... He mostly just wanted to get off of that He just rock. wanted, he wanted to, to see the galaxy. And then acknowledging that they knew that the Rebel Alliance existed. Which but is I mean, like, nice. Han joined the Empire. He joined as a pilot. Right. You just don't... I don't know. Whenever I was thinking, like, he's Luke Skywalker, he can't want to join the Empire. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> you it's know, like when Han, I first saw it, Han I had like, the intention of just getting off the planet and eventually being able to go back to Akira. That's yeah. why he joined. Yeah. I feel like Luke would have joined just to... Leave. See that there's more out there, and he would one day, like, after graduating, he'd have his pilot's license, he might retire, get himself a little fancy shuttle, one of those Corellian-type jams, and just go. See where the galaxy takes him, find a new thing, other than just boring moisture farming and yeah. checking the seasons. Exactly. And he, Big said something about, like, oh, your uncle could hold off a whole colony of sand people with just one blaster. I want to know how, and I want to know what we're missing about Uncle Owen. Yeah, is he secretly, like, the awesome, like, badass dude of like, Star Wars? Like, is he the Chuck Norris of Star yeah. Wars being able to fight off Tusken Raiders? Like, when did we miss that? When did we know? We don't know that Uncle Owen is, excuse me, explicit word here, badass. But yeah, like, like, I don't know, because... This what ain't his he? first tassel with Tusken Raiders back in Attack of the Clones when they got raided and they, like, kidnapped Shmi Skywalker or whatever. He was experiencing that. So right. do you think that might be something that could, they could be referring to? Like, do you think he killed a couple Tusken Raiders before maybe. they, um, Maybe, before yeah, maybe Biggs was a part of the search party. Well, no, Biggs would have been small, wouldn't he? Wait, Bi- no, Biggs would have... Because Biggs is older than Luke, but not by much, so he probably but wouldn't have even. It could even have been, been like around. a story passed around those areas. You <clears throat> That's know, like, true. oh, Uncle Owen, he's cool. He, he led he a fight against off them. An entire horde of sand people. <laughs> and Biggs kind of looks up to him like that, like when he was a kid, like, wow, Luke's uncle really did all of that? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That, I, I just thought that was him, interesting. He still has a mustache. Like, he has a mustache as <laughs> a mustache, child. mustache, but he's like seven. <laughs> I was thinking more like four. Oh my god. Being able to speak English. Like, Uncle Owen is so cool and he fights a lot of sand people and he has a big blaster to, to kill the sand people. Yeah. And he goes, Kids and, like and, and before he can finish the sentence. Yeah. And, and, and he, he's, uh, he has a farm. 
It's like, oh, that. and oh. everyone's like, okay, okay, Biggs. Yeah, really. You go, you go play with your little Skyhopper toy with Luke over there. Yeah, really. Chaos. Um, <laughs> okay, so that was a new Hope deleted scenes. Very good content. We love, highly recommend. Can Delicious. be found on Disney Plus under the movie. You go into the extras tab, and they are there amongst other things. They do have lots of other cool like. They extras. have like uh, nice. trailers, promos, <laughs> but like um, little documentaries. Like this is how R two D two was yeah. made, or whatever. Like they, there, there's some cute little details that you'd probably find on like the Blu-rays or whatever. Yes. But they've got um, they they have all those that you could see available on Disney Plus. Uh, Get your Disney Plus today for only eight dollars a month subscription. Disney Plus, please sponsor us. Please. I was gonna say hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag, hashtag please sponsor. <laughs> I want money to buy more Disney Plus. Yeah, if they gave us money, we could use that money to buy more Disney and Star Wars things. Okay, oh, next. Before we continue, yes, what's up? So, sorry for cutting you off. No, you're fine. But at this moment. It's only a few days until Galaxy Edge, Galaxy's Edge merch is available at the Shop Disney Store. Now, I know this isn't a problem for you, because, you know... <laughs> well, I can't technically it, go, so, yeah, it is. Oh, well, I know, but you've got, like, a friend there, and you could be like, Hey, oh, here's, here's $400. <laughs> Pick up this Legacy lightsaber, couple couple of the hilts, and mm-hmm. uh, get me a holocron while you're at it, too. Yeah. Keep the change, like, Put it in you can do that. But I can't do that since I'm about, like, five more states above you. <laughs> so, well, on the map. Yeah. I don't know, spatially. But the um, the fact of the matter is, you know your boy for Christmas is going to treat, himself, treat uh, himself to a couple Galaxy's Edge legacy sabers and some holocrons and stuff. As Definitely some Jedi robe. As I should. Because <laughs> my girlfriend and I, we've been, like, looking into getting some, like, good fighting sabers, and yeah, they go for, like, $600 for the best of the best, but, like, legacy lightsabers, I heard, are pretty good when you smack them, like, not, like, brutal, like, hit them against, like, concrete, Mm -hmm. but, you know, if you're just whacking the, whacking the glow rods together. Yeah, I haven't had an issue with mine, they're pretty durable. Did you, you have the mall one, right? I have a mall, and then I have a make your own. Yeah, you have to make your own. I'm saying, like, I can't buy a Doc Ondar saber, but I can most certainly get Luke's or um, Mace Windu's or Ahsoka's. I think, I think I'm going to save up for Ahsoka, because those white blades are just so cool. And I yeah. already have my double-bladed uh, Black Series. I need to get... I need to, My goal is to get Ahsoka's and then the other half of Darth Maul's. I only have one half of Darth Maul's. Yeah. Does it come with a connector? Like, with them? Um, I don't know. So, like, my individual one did not, but I'm assuming that if I tell them, again, this is an assumption, I don't know for sure, but I'm assuming if I say, hey, I have the other half, can I get a connector? It would come with the other one that I get. You know what I'm saying? I think I, think I remember um, Rexing around talking about it. Like, they say, like, for an extra $5, they'll give you the little, right. little piece that'll connect it. Yeah. But, um with my Darth Maul lightsabers, they both came with connectors, so I just have, like, an extra one, and I'm just like, I wonder if this is compatible mm, yeah, with I don't the know. Galaxy's Edge lightsaber. And what that's, that's kind of why I'm still holding on to it, and if not, I'll use it as some greebling for a gonk droid. True, exactly, yes. Um, 
Listen, I have a fun fact for you. It's not really a fun I fact. It's facts. slightly an embarrassing fact. It took Uh-oh. me two years to know what a Griebling was. Really? I well, just was like, I saw it everywhere and I never thought to look up the definition. And then I was just like, yeah, that's what that is. And I like knew what it was visually, but I didn't know that there was a real definition for it and that it like meant something. <laughs> Yeah, when oh, I, I was a kid, I, I was a big Lego builder, but believe it or not, and um, <laughs> who could imagine? So I was a big Lego builder, and I always incorporated little Grieblings into my custom Lego starships, because, you know, my my de- Lego Death Star had um, my Lego Star Destroyer, my Lego Tantive Four, and I was like, I like all these little details where you get all these little rods and vent pieces and just make it look real cool it's the it's that if anybody listening doesn't know what griebling is it's adding parts to a object to make it a look a bit more science fictiony so like if just imagine if the millennium falcon was smooth it wouldn't look as good if the millennium falcon was smooth, smooth. but it has all these little pipes and vents and little cubes and stuff looking out of it there's a really good image yeah or even just like it, on helmets and stuff, right? Yeah, like... that's mostly um, where I found it. Like, my Stormtrooper helmet has little vocoders in the chin, and they have little vents on the ears and stuff. Like, little things like that add a little bit of detail. The chest <laughs> buttons, or the, the the tummy buttons that are on the... Tummy buttons. Stormtrooper... Tummy buttons. <laughs> like, or be- be- belly buttons. <laughs> belly buttons. Ah, oh, that, that's cute. That's funny. But, um... The way I found out about Griebling was with uh, the 501st, mm-hmm. we were working on a gonk droid, but as a uh, as a prop, that could be used as a donation bucket. Oh, it had a, that's uh, cool. It had the, a shower grate on the top that mm-hmm. we carved like a specific hole into to put some change into, and it goes to a Home Depot bucket on the bottom mm-hmm. that was like fastened in there with some uh, grips. I love that. And they, one of our friends came back he like works he i don't remember what exactly it is but it's like a company this that dismantles vehicles mm-hmm. and tries to recycle the parts like it's like uh, a scrap shop yeah and they've taken apart stuff for like the military as well so they have like little jet parts and stuff like car parts <laughs> that just don't work anymore and they're just like yeah just slap that on there has a has a little has a little tote of them, then he just drops them on the table. And get your super glue and just put that on the t- put that on the big tote stacked on another tote. I'm sorry, what was that sound again? <laughs> nice. That's the sound of something getting super glued onto a surface. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, so we are now in Empire Strikes Back territory of deleted scenes. Um, these are all right. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. feel like they Hindsight. made good decisions. I like... Yeah, they made good decisions not keeping any of these really. Um, yeah, so... they, they're just a little too. But, but we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get yeah, into it. yeah. Um, alternative Han and Leia kiss. Um, so I said this to Brody before we started recording, but like some of these scenes with Han and Leia that got deleted are like a little spicy. Um. Little risque, not even risque, just like yeah, the mannerisms of it. That, like, the longer they held on to the tension that they were creating, 
the worse it got, if that makes sense. Yeah, my when my mom and I, we were both building my Lego Cantina, we watched New Hope, we were like, uh, Empire Strikes Back? We were like, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. And, like, halfway through it, my mom was like, yeah, Han's kind of being a little, like, toxic in this one. Like, a little bit of toxic yeah. masculinity in here. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's making me real uncomfortable because he's always like, like, don't worry about it, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Sweetheart, come on! She she deserves more respect than that. Yeah, there's and like a it, it fight. Gave me the willies. It's this one, yeah. So like, um, they fight a little bit, and then it's just like, oh well, let me uh, kiss you now, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's like weird, like <clears throat> manipulative. Like I don't know if that's the right it's... word because eventually Han and Leia do become like a good relationship. Right, kind I of. would. He did kind of it... leave Ben. Yeah. I would call it less manipulative and more, um... I wouldn't call it charismatic, either. No. No. There's a word. It's on the tip like, of my tongue. Devilish. Devilish. Mm-hmm. Like, mind. Jedi mind trick. <laughs> Jedi mind tricking. Um, God. I can't think of the word. It's somewhere between manipulative and, like, not necessarily trying to be, but, like, not necessarily trying to be manipulative, but also, like, being pushy. Like, too pushy. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that... Well, not, that pushy and manipulative, even combined, like, the little gray line between both is yeah. still not that okay. It's not good. It's, like, the only reason I say I wouldn't use the word manipulative is simply because, like, he doesn't have necessarily, like, um... Like, outside of, like, kissing her and, like, dating her, he doesn't have, like, a an ulterior motive that is, like, detrimental to her. It's just that, like, he's being pushy and she's saying no, and that's not okay. That is lack of consent in Star Wars. We support women having a voice and men to back off. Backing up. But also, it's also not exclusive to either or. It just isn't as prevalent, I don't believe. There are still some some men who say no and women who keep getting pushy. Yeah, and, like, to this situation, it's relevant of, like, Han yeah, needed to back off. to this off. situation, it's relevant, but I'm just saying, we don't support, we don't support Han Solo's pushiness. We, we're no, not, we do not. We don't advocate. No pushy men. No thank just you. Just because no he's a anybody. handsome smuggler that is the father of one of the most handsome Star Wars characters of all time, like... Spice. Like, my goodness. Um, doesn't give him the right yes. to be that crappy yeah like it doesn't exactly. give him the right to be that funky and i can I be a can good guy and have handsome babies <laughs> yeah like like wonderful children you can have but then again he did like you know sl- like slaughter villages and get like yeah he didn't kill the jedi though he didn't kill the jedi that was palpatine controlling some lightning i got a platypus but... controlling me i got a platypus <laughs> i've got a platypus controlling me <laughs> Yeah, that's Kylo, but with Palpatine. Yeah, exactly. I got a Palpatine controlling me. I got a Palpatine controlling me. Oh my god, ridiculous! Wow, that's so funny. Okay, it, it's like the same alliteration or like the same amount of syllables. Yeah. But have you seen the Star Wars Phineas and Ferb special? No, I keep thinking about watching it. I never really it's... liked Phineas and Ferb. To be fair, I like have seen it and didn't like hate it, but I never like sought it out either. So, I have thought about it. At first, when I was watching it, I was like, I kind of don't like this, because Phineas and Ferb's very musical. They have a lot of musical 
things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, each episode has a new song. Mm-hmm. So it was very, you know, musical in the Star Wars sense, but those, as seen in the past, that really doesn't go well. Uh, Fair uh, enough. Like the holiday special. Uh, but, yeah. um, the, um, it was really funny because it was the same concept as, like, the robot chicken. Like, it's fans that know what they're doing. And they know how to be funny because the right. fans get it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, uh, some of the humor is like, oh, so that's why that happened. That's funny because it, like, correlates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead of, like, instead of, like, the Family Guy special where they're <clears throat> uh, Star Wars characters. Yeah. Um, I have seen Phineas that Ferb, Phineas and Ferb are beside the characters. They're in the uh, background yes. as, like, it's going on. Like um, I do enjoy stuff like that. It's very cute, and it's like, ah, it's, it's, it's very charming if you ever God. are on, like, a rainy day and there's nothing to watch. Yeah, me all the time. Um, exactly. All right, so kind of the, the alternate kiss going into this extended scene of their argument on Echo Base. Um, he also yelled at her about, like, I could have helped you be a woman instead of just a princess. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Oh, it's like a, it's it's both like a, a hem and a gag. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> it sounds it sounds like what Tim Allen says in Home Improvement. <laughs> <laughs> That's so <laughs> funny. That's the sound I made. I made yeah. the Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was kind of pissed for lack of a better yeah, word. I was like, lie. excuse I'm just you, like, Han, you're losing some major bro points yeah. here. Yeah. Also, like. First of all, so glad that didn't make the cut. Second yeah, of all, absolutely. like, God bless. how, I want to know what the conversation was. Was there a woman in the room that was like, no? Was there a man in the room that was like, no? Or yeah, were they just exactly. like, oh, this is too long? Because if they didn't acknowledge the problematic position that that like, caused. The, like, I don't know if we're supposed to say it, censor me if you do, but the sexism, I yeah. guess. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, yucky, Ow, yucky, right. yucky. And if nobody, if if it got cut out because it was too long, then I'm, I don't feel as good about it. Like, I'm right. glad it's not in it, period. Right, I'll be a but little mad still. if it was still. like, you know, if George Lucas was like, oh, it's, it's too long, instead of, no, that's very misogynistic and sexist and <laughs> yeah. we should get rid of this. Yeah. Like, if that, if that wasn't the decision, I'd be, I'd be rightfully pissed too. Yeah, like, I'm gonna be a little angry. I would be, I would be, pretty i'd be pretty angry. i need to know the details of what what the decision was behind that but f- nevertheless i'm glad that it didn't make it um moving on <laughs> uh they Please. hiding in the asteroid scene was cool to see again irrelevant parts of it yeah, like it parts of dialogue and things happened. made sense yeah, it was just kind of like let's look at these different angles and dialogue options and acting options based on this scene. So that was cool. I love any time I get to see Carrie Fisher acting, it's great. But Yeah, exactly. More Carrie, more love, but maybe not when she's being told to be a woman yeah. instead of being, you know, an awesome badass military general yeah. up arms. Ridiculous. Um and then then we get into like some Luke and Leia stuff, which is also again just like strange. And I have a theory behind all of this that I'll get into in a minute. But Leia is tending to Luke in the next deleted scene. And basically she's, like, tending to him. You hear some, like, uh, direction from behind the scenes. 
and, and whoever <laughs> was behind the board. It wasn't. Yeah. I think Spielberg worked on Return of the Jedi, but it was another guy. Kirshner was the em- director of Empire Strikes Back, but I don't know if he oh. was the one talking. Irvin Kirshner. Irvin Kirshner, yeah. I th- that could have been him, but mm-hmm. it kind of sounds like the same guy that was giving the directions in um, all the movies. Yeah, right. So it right. could have just it just like could have been a guy with a megaphone while someone. Kirshner's just sitting in the back, like get 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 rid of the <laughs> gross man stuff. Yeah, I hope he said that. Um, so and then they kiss again, and I was just like. Okay, so this was, like, supposed to be an extended thing. Gross. Yeah. Let's keep moving. And again, I'll readdress this in a minute, but, um, we'll, we'll, the next one is quick. Lobot gets captured. Cool scene to watch. Glad it didn't make it. Can I, uh, can I say something about the Leia tending to Luke scene? Yes, of course. The reason I think they got rid of it, or I hope they got rid of it, is they, I feel like they didn't want to portray Leia as, like, this... Like, manhandle, like, oh, every guy I kiss because, oh, I'm a woman and I gotta kiss every man yeah. that I see. And it's like, no, no, you don't. I do, I do hope mm. that that was a good uh, a thought process behind it. Or that and, like, the, like, thought of, like, she has to tend to them. Like, no, she doesn't. There's, there's, this sounds so rude, but there's droids for that. Like, yeah, there's literal medical droids. Help, C-3PO probably knows, like, a protocol or two. If... If in in the comics, R two like the one that just got released like a month ago, R two D two has his little electric prod, and he mm-hmm. performs like CPR or like the like the yeah clear, yeah yeah. He like shocks him the back AED. to life to wow. reset his heart. Like he does that. R two could probably heal some stuff. You know, yeah. has a little blowtorch could cauterize, cauterize the it or whatever. Well, it probably would have already been cauterized by the lightsaber, but but still, must at least have some kind of like healing ability. foam like they do in Halo 3, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, Master droids are helpful. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's an interesting concept to, like, see these and then know why they would be deleted in our eyes versus maybe what they were really deleted for. Um, Luke and Leia in the medical center. Uh, so, again, the this part is kind of what ties into my thoughts on the first one. Um, they're being kind of flirty. It's a little gross. I wrote blech in my notes. <laughs> blech. <laughs> blech. If I had notes, I'd write that too. <laughs> um, and I wrote prequel kids know. So, as a prequel child, I already knew that Luke and Leo were brother and sister. So, going into the original trilogy, I knew that there was a kiss that happened. But then, watching these deleted scenes, I was like, ugh. Like, they did it Because a even lot. if I knew... As an audience member, they already knew because they wrote it. They yeah, wrote it. Well, it, <laughs> it, it. It was not a planned thing until after the movie. Still after weird. After Strikes Back, Vader was planned to be the father, right. and there was going to be a different Skywalker. But then they were like, "Well, well what if it was Leia? That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty mind blowing." But, but <laughs> I mean, it's not like, stupid, obviously. But like, ah, I just dropped my. Glasses case. I'm I'm sorry. Okay. Um. Yeah. I just that is uh, that helps me a little bit, (sighs) but still. (laughs) Still, if my brain was like all these scenes, if all these scenes were still kept in the movie, 
a lot of people would yeah. think that Leia is some kind of like man haver, and yeah. it's like, ugh, Ugh. don't portray Leia like that. You already no. did her dirty enough in the slave Leia outfit. Yeah, you know? and you know what? <clears throat> I do love. <clears throat> excuse me, that I keep clearing my throat. Um, no, I get that. That she was like. <clears throat> Sorry like, that I keep having this nervous tick with my nose. It's probably okay. glaring. <laughs> I can't even tell. It's like a, an, an occasional like. Mm. Ah, yeah, no, yeah. I just literally <clears throat> have, so, you know, after you eat, you get phlegm. I'm sorry, that's a lot oh, yeah, of TMI yeah, yeah. for everybody listening, but, like, you do, and I'm not I wrong. Did, I, so. did have, I did have a Chipotle burrito today, and I could, I I was a little groggy when I first, yeah. I had it for lunch, though, so I'm fine, though. <laughs> yeah, I just. Water's important. Exactly. Look at this. There it's it got is. smoky bear on it. Um, And mine is blue. Ah, uh, wow, that's so nice, though. I want a bigger yeah. one, like. I have lots of other big water bottles, but this one was nice for here. I got this one at uh, Costco. I got I got this bottle at Costco. It was like a two packets the Ooh. thermo flask. How it's much like a is it? Like hydro flask. It was like twenty bucks for both of them. Oh, that, that's like a like if you're a Costco member. I don't know if I'm not, but that's a good deal. Um, what's I even saying? <laughs> yeah, when we lost track, this has become. The deleted scenes of feminism <laughs> and water bottle conversation. Yeah, Kessler Run Weekly deleted podcast. scenes. Um, and then we also kind of hear him. Oh, I was saying like that. I really liked that they that she had this whole like moment of like I need to remember not to depend on anybody but myself. And like while that's incorrect because of the like great relationship that she builds with people, um, I think it was it's it added something to Leia's character in that moment of watching the deleted scenes of like, she recognizes that these moments that she's having with these men are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that, that's, that's pretty good. You know, I think, you know, she is practically the leader of the rebellion now. She's yeah. pretty in charge other than like, I don't know, like Mon Mothma. I have yeah. no idea. I think she always but... has a little step above her. I don't, I don't know if she's, like, head honcho rebellioso, but it's, um, I definitely think that she puts a lot on herself, because she's like, all of these people are depending on me. I can't be, be, I can't be silly right now. I have to be important, I have to be strong, I have to fight, yeah. I have to be independent. Like, I can't let other people get to me. Because I gotta be there for everybody else. Right, exactly. Uh, Fate of General Veers is another deleted scene that's just kind of, like, short. Uh, it really didn't even make it into... It seems like it didn't even make it into post, because um, it's, like, what you said. Like, it's, like, imagery and then a big light, and then we see the animation of the art itself. Yeah, we see the uh, we see the storyboard cartoon. Yes. And the walker literally just gets blown up, and that's it. And yeah, sorry. like, it just doesn't have a head, and then its arms go, like, Ooh. like Squidward's legs. Yeah. Or, like, Baymax when he goes, ba-la-la-la-la. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, Harry Baby. <laughs> Harry Baby. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's been a while since I've I seen love that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I I have I'm not gonna say I have mixed feelings on the movie. I love the movie, but the circumstance in which I watched it were unfortunate because mm. I was I was in a bad place uh, at the time, and that's a tough. So movie it was to like watch. It, it was a, it was a big bummer. Yeah, absolutely. but it was when I found out that someone I knew had um, 
a Pokemon voice actor for an uncle. So yeah. that was cool. That's cool. That's nice. Yeah. That, the, a tiny, tiny light in the end of the tunnel. The, the little tiny light of the tunnel that kind of yeah. gave me hope and made me want to become a voice actor again. And then I stopped and cried. Yes. And now we're me here. every day. <laughs> every day I've every cried day. thinking, I want to be a voice actor. Yeah. Me every day thinking, I swear I'm going to school to be a screenwriter. I know I can do it. I'm going to do it. And then crying. We, anyway. we, should, uh, we should collab to show, our, to show off our skills. Yes. I... I've been working on a Star Wars story yes. that I want to make a stop motion. Okay, let's do it. Let's um, do it. Let's. Uh, I'm already, you I'm, get your guy, and I get my guy. <laughs> I'll talk to my people, and you talk to your people, and then our people will talk to each other. Yeah, uh, like we are now. We're like just we are currently. <laughs> we are, this we, is it currently. We are our own people, and we are talking to each other currently. Um, I was going to say something about my writing, and then I was going to say something about the deleted scene, and my brain was like... Pfft. Um, well, let's, <laughs> let's focus on the deleted scene. Yeah. Let's get back to it. The Wampa attacks is the next one. Um, it's just like, so in one of the deleted scenes from before, Leia, when she was like, I depend on myself. I should depend on myself. She's like, I'd better get more loyalty from those ice monsters down the hall. And he's like, what the heck? Luke was like, what the heck? And then, uh, we find yeah, out. Like the scene, the scene like turns and you see like a little like a little ice wall little and hand. you just see a little hand and go and you're like uh oh <laughs> for like way too long yeah the animatronic wampa like, like is too much seconds it's, it's like that's too way much. too long and then it's like so then there's like some throwing things around and whatnot and then you hear whoever in the background being like all right and come on forward or wampa and then the Wampa walks into the scene, and it's just, like, straight out of a zombie movie. It's so dopey-looking. Like, it doesn't, like, its head is so sunken. It kind of looks like, imagine, like, a home cosplay of an albino Sully from yeah. Monsters, Inc. Yeah. It looks really bad. It's like that, that meme where he has, like, that weird face, like, Sully with that weird face. But yeah. But just imagine, like, pure white fur. And yeah, it's just, exactly. like, it doesn't, like, move its arms. It walks around like a yeah. toy soldier. And it's at the Disney parade. There to be in the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last deleted scene for Empire Strikes Back is Yoda's test. It's really not that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We what? didn't mention what? one of the best things that I wish, like, one of the only scenes that I wish did go into, like, Star Wars. Which when one? Was when the snowtroopers are invading Echo Base uh-huh. and C3PO is running down a hall <laughs> yeah. and sees the little warning sticker and yeah. it just goes. <laughs> rips it off just like simply like what like he doesn't even like he does it kind of like charmingly like haha yeah runs away with it and then when the stormtrooper or the snowtrooper <laughs> knocks on the door and it opens a giant wampa hand just grabs him <laughs> by the skull and throws him in the room yeah it's and amazing once, what the other snowtroopers is like like close the door and then it closes and the Darth Vader's like looks at him like <laughs> did, you, did you just seriously do this? Did you really? Did what's you guys going are morons. On yeah. Right He's like. Stormtroopers he... are just like, dude, we're really in for it now. We just <laughs> let Tony in there, man. What are we going to tell Tony's friends? We which, are Tony's friends. Which, two things about that. One, mm-hmm. that concept became a galaxy. Wait. Galaxy of is... Adventures? Is it Galaxy of Adventures? Mm-hmm. The YouTube one? That's the one where it's styled like an anime. Forces of Destiny. Ah, uh, Forces yes. of Destiny. It was the first one that had Leia. 
Yes. And it was that R2 went into a room and there was a Wampa in it and she like <gasps> took down the Wampa. Oh my god, Leia did? It, yeah, of course what? Leia did. You think she didn't? I mean, wh- with what? A blaster, of course, or what? something like that. Or she like hit some rocks or like some ice rocks that were wow. clumped to the top of the top of the sea, like cave wall and just crumbled down uh. on and she saved R2D. I, I'd say like, you know, what people what Dum Dum said about how it's bad, it really isn't. They're cute short stories that talk about some of the iconic characters yeah. in Star Wars. I love and all of those. Galaxy Adventures exactly, and the, Forces of Destiny. They're nice. Exactly. This is Well, Galaxy of Adventures are kind of like rehashes, just in a cool art style. Which yeah, I really and I like it. And they're good for kids to learn. Also, exactly. this is Castle Run Weekly featuring the neighborhood ice cream truck in my apartment complex. I, I heard that. I don't know if, I didn't know if somebody was, like, listening. Oh, God. You made me in the mood because there's... It's only in our town. There's this one ice cream guy that serves, like, Italian ices. Ooh. And the best one that he serves Yum. is rainbow flavor. And Yum. it's every single flavor except for chocolate because it's supposed to be all fruity. Mm-hmm. It's every fruit flavor combined into this beautiful cascading rainbow swirl and it's delicious because one bite mm, mango another bite mm, strawberry another bite mm, cherry it's like you know it all is like you'll never be disappointed yeah that sounds amazing (laughs) that does sound amazing i've never gotten ice cream from this truck but if you guys could see it you would know why but and it comes through like one of those shady ones yeah it comes through every day i'm an adult now i probably could it would be fine you know yeah you know like eh. And I also don't need ice cream truck ice cream because I am an adult now and I can go buy my own ice cream. <laughs> that's, that's like, the thing, you know, when you become an adult. And money, like, little things like that. Like, you were always so nervous, like, uh, can, I get a, can I get a Kit Kat while you're at the 7-Eleven, <laughs> yeah. like, to your parents? It's like, yeah. no, no, not this time. Like, I don't have enough money. And then, then you're just like, dude. I literally found, like, $3 on the floor because I'm an adult and I could, like, like yeah. sense my environment better. Also, like, I'm going to go buy me a Kit Kat. Yeah, also, like, the concept of my parents ever telling me, sorry, hun, we don't have enough money for a Kit Kat, it's a lie. Yeah, exactly. It's a darn it's lie. Like, no, you just don't want me eating all these sugars. Oh, yeah. Dude, when I'm 20 and depressed, I'll eat all the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like... <laughs> at like the Chuck E. Cheese as a kid and I ran out of ski balls. I was yeah. like, man, now I can't play ski ball because I don't have any more tokens and I don't want to bother my parents. Yeah. And I'm just like, whatever, I'll just drop 20 bucks. I, I, I have like, income. It's yeah. Like, I've got, it's not disposable income, but I've got income. Right, it's like, well. I another round of ski ball. Yeah, it's like, I got paid today. My bills don't come out until next week. I'm going to use them today. Like, exactly. bad decision. Well, well, For I, any of the kids... Under eighteen or not making their own current income, please do not listen or to this not, advice. We're not paying bills. We well, are not financial advisors. I, I, I always I always pay my bills on time. Yeah. I don't even pay my bills when they come in like credit card debt. I don't even bother with that because I use I'm I feel like I shouldn't say this on a podcast, but I'm Probably. mostly I, I mostly carry cash. Oh yes, okay. So now people okay. are gonna try to find me and steal my wallet because no. they know I have cash in it. But um me. It's I, me. I, am I only people. use my card for either like big purchases <clears throat> or if I'm low on money and I'm like like food or something, like I just need a quick meal, I just use my card yeah. at the 
That is McDonald's smart. Or whatever. That's the best way to do and, it. And as soon as I get home, like the minute I get home, I log into my bank and I pay the bill. I'm yes. not going to sit on that. I'm not going to wait. And I would only use my card if I've got the money. Yeah. I would never, I would never do anything if I didn't have the money. It's the best way to get credit without getting into debt. That's exactly. Like, cause listen, I am very much in debt <laughs> to, to all those kids that parents sit there, kids in front of going to the Spotify playlist, the Google, uh, Google, what is it? Music? Google music. Is it Google play? Store? Google Play. Sorry. What we pl- what we also put the show on. <clears throat> oh, Google, Google, Apple, Spotify, Podbean. Apple. Yeah, we we do all that podcast or whatever. We um. I lost it. What? I swear to God, I I lost it. Come oh. on, <laughs> money. Um, money, finances, yeah. bills. Finances. This is this Credit. is gonna be great for, for our audience. <laughs> they're gonna be they're waiting with us, and they're just like, what were they saying? They would probably have figured it out by now. Because yeah, they could replay, but we can't replay. Yeah. Well, listen. We when I listen to podcasts and I know what they're talking about, but they can't find the right words, I start yelling. I'm like, it's this. I know. It's I get so one. angry. It's this show. It's this. It's this movie. Yeah. I know the movie they're talking about. Yeah, it's so funny. So I'm apologize to anybody that's currently feeling that way. Yes, but I was saying. I remember what I was saying to all the up? kids that are listening that they get sat in front of whatever format you listen to this podcast on. Um, finances are important. They yeah. should teach them more in school. So I would suggest openly looking into uh, how to manage finances better, yeah. how to really research that, because the they do not do teach the that in school. Nope. They do not Talk teach to your that parents in school. About Ask it. your parents. Uh, exactly. Ask your parents. Learn about they, how to buy a house. Learn how to buy a house. Learn how to, like, finance something. Learn how to maintain a budget. Learn like, how to balance your life, because let me tell you something. I, listen, we're going to have story time with Cheyenne. Buckle up. It's going to be short, but uh, I... <clears throat> Did 25,000 things when I was a kid. So I cheered, I danced, I rode horses, I played volleyball, I played basketball, I was in band. Uh, not all of those things were done at the same time. Or were you also president, an astronaut, a fireman? <laughs> so I didn't do all of those at the same time, but I did at least three at the same time, plus my outside of school stuff, like 4-H. Um, riding yeah, horses how, how was outside old, of school. How old were you, how old were you would you say? Like, when I started time? doing everything together, I was probably 10. I cheered, danced, okay, and rode okay. horses so this at like was more 10. at your parents' expense. Yeah, yeah, no, all of this was at my parents' expense. But um, as far as like balancing my time, like as a child, I didn't have any concept of that because I spent all my time doing all these like quote unquote fun things. And now as an adult, I try to do so many things, and I'm exhausted and in pain and poor <laughs> because I want to do see- so many things. So just like. Make sure you balance your time. Find those things that you really love and make them a priority. Exactly. Like, you know the saying, it's like, if you do, if you work a job that you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. That could go the same way for, like, living your life. Yes. Give yourself time to enjoy yourself. There's yes. nothing wrong with sitting down and playing a video game for an hour, clear a dungeon exactly. in Skyrim, yes. or catch a Pokemon, you know, go Watch outside. Watch TikTok. Yeah, watch a TikTok, whatever, TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> eat a TikTok. Eat a TikTok, watch a TikTok. Yeah, watch a TikTok, eat a TikTok. Change you your know. iOS 14 wallpapers. Exactly, because they're that very so old long. and very strangely formatted. I feel the same pain. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there there's a balance between fun and responsibility. 
But here's the thing. Responsibility can be fun as long as you find it's it's like Mary Poppins. With every yeah. job that needs to be done, there's an element of fun. fun. And when you find the fun, you find the fun. Snap! The, the job's, job's a game. game. Oh my and god, exactly, we're so annoying. To, <laughs> just two Disney nerds. Just we're so annoying. You, you you have much more Disney nerd liberties than me because you're it. quite literally Disney. It's fine. <laughs> That's wow. why I want to work at Disney to be like, no, I'm the cool. I, no, I'm as cool as Cheyenne. I am Disney. <laughs> I am but I do not speak no, for the brand or the company. I am Disney. <laughs> no! You should uh, yell Disney like he yells Kenobi. Oh, like Maul? Yeah. Yeah, like, Disney. <laughs> Disney! <laughs> Our poor listeners are like, oh my god! We should, you should interject like a, hi, this is post-production Cheyenne, just telling you to turn down your volume. This is your 10 second warning. Yeah, this is your warning, don't say that we didn't warn you, and we are not liable for your ear surgery. Thank you very much. My throat, oh, it feels like I just swallowed a cactus like a seagull swallows hot dogs. Yeah, that voice break was crazy. It was real good though. If that helps. Um, it, I hope it sounded good. I've been trying to work on my screaming. <laughs> it's so stupid, too. <laughs> That's so funny. Sorry that we're going off so That's much. That's all right. We only have one more subject. movie to talk about. It's all good. Exactly. It's just one more movie. Um, <laughs> I, when I come home from work and, you know, I'm driving, it's about like a 15-minute drive or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, from my place of work to my house. And I... um. I often test out my voice acting chops because, you know, I'm alone. I turn off the right. radio and I just try to practice with my vocal range. Yeah. And I don't know, like, do you ever, when you're driving, you know, if you're driving to work or you're driving to someone's house, if you're driving anywhere and you see someone on the phone and they're sporadically like, ah, da, 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 ah, bah, bah, da, da, like moving their <laughs> hands and shit, yeah. like, stuff like that. That's me, too, but I'm just, like, screaming at myself. Like, I, I give myself, like, a character to do. Yeah. And, uh, like, it, like as soon as I get in my car, I'm like, uh, 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 like, I do all my vocal ranges, and then I'm just like, uh, the next port that you need to venture to is down by the Horizon Tavern. Like, I just try to, give, like, I try to make myself a character that I've established. Yeah. And even, um, characters that have, or, like, pre-exist, like, I've, of course, I've tried Maul. I've done, like, yeah. Mosk in my car. You should do the Avatar characters. Avatar characters? Avatar The Last Airbender and Korra. Yeah, but have, have I... Have I... Are you saying that you know that I do something? Because I don't know if I I can. think you could. No, I think you have a lot of ability to, like, like, do General Iroh and probably Ozai. Probably I've tried, Aang. I've, no, not Aang. Aang is like, ah, he's way too high-pitched for me. I bet can. you could do it. Maybe like an older Aang, like, Korra, here I am, Avatar Aang. Yeah. But, um, or it's like, I was an Avatar, quite like you, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I, Iroh, uh, Mako, when I try to do a Mako voice, mm-hmm. I do Aku from Samurai Jack. Like, <laughs> it's like, long ago in a distant land, I, Aku. Shape-shifting master of times. Uh. Unleashed an unspeakable 
like, you know, have that kind That's of... That's really good. Let me see if I can find I, this one. And I could be like, Morty? Oh, yes. Fire. Or like, Prezuko. You yeah. must control yourself. Oh, my God. In, in the face of danger. That's really like, good. I don't care about it! Like, that, that sounded more like Luke Skywalker. No, but... I don't care about your team! That's still like, that's, real good. Um, and then Ozai, he's like, I am the Fire King. Like that Mark Hamill-y. Yeah, I was going to say, I was so surprised that Mark Hamill was Ozai instead of Iroh. Like, I feel like he should have been Iroh. Like, he did fine at Ozai, obviously, but I feel like Ozai, Mark Hamill's voice is very, like, old man have, gritty, and then he, he Ozai was still that, young. But I feel like Mako, you could not have done better, because he has, like, that's such, like, everyone knows me because I am your best friend. Yeah. I sound like a combination of Obi-Wan, and I sound like if Obi-Wan smoked and was Japanese. <laughs> Yeah. Or, or is Mako Chinese? I can't remember. I don't know. Forgive me for sounding not, not cultural. No, not. It's okay. Uh, can you do Mark Chang? Greetings, puny humans. It is I, Mark Chang, proud prince of Yugopotamia. <laughs> oh, oh, from yes. Fairly Odd Parents. From Fairly Odd Parents, like, Yugopotamia! Yeah. Here I am. <laughs> coming, to, coming right at you. Let me tell you a story. Yeah. Somewhere like a Ninja Turtle. Yeah. A bunker, dude. Yeah. Totally tubular. Let's go kick that shred head. That's so funny. Anyways. (laughs) But my favorite voice to do in the car, which I was leading to, was like reptilian slash bosk. Because I don't want to do specifically bosk, because like say if I ever get hired to play like another Trandoshan or something like that. I don't want it to be an exact replica of boss. Yeah. So there's like, like, time to hunt. And I try to do like a... Yeah. Time to hunt. Ooh. I must find my prey. Ooh. Try to like, add some kind of weird like, gargle or something. Yeah. No way to the degree that D. Bradley Baker does. No, but that he, was very good. When, it made me get all he does blue. like a... <laughs> Like, he does, like, a... I'm going to fill your lungs with dioxins. Like, he does, like, a weird, Ooh. like... Like, a roll with the yeah, tongue. Yeah, because he's, like, all slithery. Dioxins. Slithery. <laughs> but that could even sound like some cool, like, guy, like... So, you want something from me? You're gonna have to get it. Like, you know, it's... It's like Solid Snake if he was a little bit higher. Right. Uh, I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to get past the guards but I'm dummy thick oh my god the, the it's Brody theme. but he breaks character every time he does a reptile voice exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's like Boba I'm trying to kill Solo but oh I'm dummy thick oh my god <laughs> my dioxys canisters are alerting the Chewbacca <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> That's amazing. It is very good, though. It's very impressive. I'm always Thank impressed you. by you. I really try movies. to give myself an expansive range. Yeah. I, I do goofy voices. Like, my girlfriend can vouch for me whenever I'm just, like, around. Sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I should pick up this. Like, I just do stupid 
yeah. mundane voices out of nowhere. I'm just like... Sometimes you gotta, because that just keeps you on your toes, you know? It, it keeps you on your toes. You can never get still with it. It's like, you know, basketball players, they always have to do, go to basketball practice. They, or they yeah. might lose their touch. Yeah. Or chefs, they gotta cook all the time, or else they're like, what kind of knife do I use? Yeah. Yeah. All okay, right, so let's jump enough into... enough about us talking about how awesome we are. Exactly. <laughs> let's talk about Return of the Jedi. Yes, please. One of my favorites. Yeah, it is a really good one. Um, it's a great one. So, the first one is the Battle of Endor, the Lost Rebels. Um, it's a lot of, like, pilot talk and pilot chatter. Um, and you hear, like, yeah. basically production in the background giving them their lines, and then they're saying it. Um, and there's a lot of lady pilots, which made me proud and happy. Yeah, because there was not a lady pilot until, like, there was a lady pilot in The Force Awakens, I'm pretty sure. But yes. they didn't give one for the original trilogy until Rogue One. Right, yes. And that's when the news outlets were like, a female pilot! Ooh. It's like when people were like, Rey is the first female Jedi. And it's like, yeah. show the list of Ahsoka. Right, and it's Asakura. like, actually, first and so, lead or, character, or but thank you. saying uh, L337 was the first female droid. <laughs> people... <laughs> People really just don't know what they're talking they, they about. They don't do their research. No. It's all clickbait. People don't do as much research, especially when it also, comes to like, Star Wars. Also, like, stop making things like that headlines because it's not something to be proud of. This yeah, like should have already it, happened. We are behind in where we should be. <laughs> and what should be done is don't make it such a big deal because if you're saying that, you're making it sound like it's something against the status quo. Right. When by keeping it to yourself... Or, like, you know, not making such a big deal out of it. It's just like, oh, she's a cool fighter. And, like, just leaving it at that. Then it's like, cool, you're making it normalized. Right. It's like, female character driven with awesomeness and very unique style and has never been seen before. It's like, stop making it as big as a deal as it is. Yes, it's something that isn't as common nowadays. Right. But to make it more common, you shouldn't make it seem act like... act like it's normal. A, it is normal, it needs to be because normal. Because eventually, with that oversaturation, it'll become a cliche. Exactly. And you don't you don't want that. We don't need that. Um, so within this Battle of Endor uh, deleted scene, too, they also, like, there's this whole section, so they move on from, like, the pilot chatter, and then they're, like, doing some maintenance on the Falcon, it seems like. And yeah, there's some just random rebel dudes. They're just, just like, on the, the Falcon. Falcon. And, like, shooting and, like, doing little pew-pew in the Falcon gunner seats. And I'm just like, who are you guys? Like, I get that you're rebels, but, like... <laughs> Wait a minute! Han doesn't who let everybody... Are you? <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't let just anybody on the ship. So, I want to yeah. know how that happened. And I want to know, is that... Because does Lando... <clears throat> Lando doesn't get the Falcon in Return of the De- Jedi, does he? He flies it, but he doesn't keep it. So, maybe he brought them on? To the Falcon? Maybe that's what that's from? But also, remember in The Rise of Skywalker, there was, like, a small crew working on the Falcon while Poe and Finn and Chewie were flying it. There was the guy without the arms. Yeah, but that makes sense. But Han doesn't ever have anybody else on the Falcon. So I was trying to evaluate who was in charge at this time. Which makes me think, (laughs) why hasn't he had, like, a bigger crew before? But then again, we've really only ever seen him actually come to think of it he wouldn't need a crew from what we've seen of him in the original trilogy because he could have had a crew and then he might have lost it mm-hmm. and now he's at Mos Eisley 
trying to look for work, trying to transport people until he gets a new crew. Right. And then he gets wrapped up in the whole rebellion scheme. That's true. And then at some point, when he's old, he says, like, he used to have a bigger crew. Yeah, it's like, he used to have a bigger crew. And that's something that you get to see in the Lego Star Wars games. He had a crew hunting Raftars. That's and cool. they all got eaten by Raftars, oh my God. except for uh, Chewie and Han. In huh? a Star Wars Lego game? Yeah. Can I get that Lego on the Switch? Of... No, no, the Switch Dang. wasn't out yet, but it's on PlayStation and Xbox. But the, um, I don't think it's for Wii U, though, because that was what was out at the time. Oh. The, what was it? The, um, um and with Solo. He did that with a crew. L3, Lando, Tobias, Kira. Technically, mm-hmm. Lando was the one who had the Falcon, so he had a crew of Han, Chewie, Tobias, and Kira. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So, I don't know why I say Tobias when I should just say Beckett, because that's, that's what he's most commonly referred to. Yeah. So, that's when I say right. Tobias, I mean Tobias Beckett. Tobias Beckett. Uh, Woody Harrelson. And I love him. Yeah, a great guy. I want I want him to be my best friend. <laughs> um, and then the last kind of thing that we see in this is uh, General Nadine in like a weird Star Trekky type chair, but it moves. Yeah, um, and he he like looks off in the distance as if yeah, uh, he's just Kirk would looking around a lot. <laughs> very Will Shatnery, dramatic like. Yeah, I don't really love Nadine, but I think it's just because his like overall visual gives me weird vibes, but that obviously... He kind of looks like a bootleg Jim Henson? Maybe. Maybe that's it. <laughs> a younger bootleg rip-off Jim Henson. Because yes. he has the exact same beard. Yeah, maybe that's and what that's it a, is. It's a weird beard. He looks like... It is a weird it looks, beard. It looks like, um... Did you ever have those Halloween costumes where it was, like, a character's hair, but it was just a big, like... It wasn't rubber, but it was, like, some kind of <laughs> weird, like, plasticky kind of Yeah, I know material. what you mean. Yeah. It's like the same, like latex, and it was just a latex. It's yeah. Like, oh, it's a helmet. <laughs> yeah, it looks like that, basically. Um, yeah, and then we move on. Like. Sorry, Nadine. <laughs> <laughs> we move on to Jerjerod's Ger- conflict. Yeah, Jerjerod's uh, conflict, which is my rings. favorite. Yeah, it's your favorite, so you're going to lead this one. I just really want to point out that there's a cell phone ringing somewhere. And I, yeah, I know so, it's like a cue. Yeah, a cell but... phone ringing, and it's just like, mm, or it could have just been a regular phone. I don't think cell phones were that big. That's but, true. I think. I mean, there was just like a ringing, and it seemed like it was supposed to be a part of the scene. And at the same time, I was like, I don't know. It sounds not very Star Wars ish. But conti- go on with why this is your favorite, please. It really portrays that the Empire is more than just orders. Mm-hmm. You know, I always saw that the destruction of Alderaan was very heartless, cruel. And how can an Empire be? constructed off of such morals of heartlessness and cruelty. Mm-hmm. There must be some form of human, like, humanity embedded within it. Because this is still the Republic. It just became the Galactic Empire. Right. So, when, in this scene, Palpatine mm-hmm. is like, like, as intimidation for Luke, he's like, he's like, uh, like, what is he? Is he the, uh, Commander? Uh, or a captain. captain. We're just gonna say commander. Like, I don't know. Commander Jajarod. Like, prepare all weapons to fire on the Endor. It's like, but sir, we still have uh, we still have battalions down there. It's like, it's like, 
set, like, aim the laser at the moon now. And just like, it will be done, your highness. And um, when everything is ready and they're, like, clocking it in, you could see him kind of like, I really don't want to do this. This is so, like, bad. I can't do this. Like, you could tell that there's a bit of an internal conflict. Yeah. And it's really interesting to see because it paints the picture of the Empire being more than just a heartless, you know, galactic corporation or something, you know? Yeah. Like, there are actual people in these officer uniforms within Mm. these stormtrooper outfits, like yours truly. And it's interesting (laughs) to see that. And when they're like, sir, like, we're in firing position. And then he's like staring at it, like looking, like considering. Yeah, he's hesitating. Sir, we're in firing position. And then it's like, so so sorry. Like, he's like, no, go, go. Uh, it's like, fire, mm-hmm. you may fire. But then everything shuts down and they can't fire. Yeah. He's probably relieved in that moment. Um, I. Yes, but also he's kind of dead in that moment. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I really shortly after. noticed the Your Highness part of it. Like, why does he refer? Like, I guess I get why he refers to him like that, but I'm just so not used to hearing people say Your Highness, you know? Like, they say, like, my lord or emperor or... Sir. But he could also be, your like, highness the highness, you know, high power, high... Yeah, but, know. like, I don't know. I don't know. Don't look at me. I didn't write Star Wars, but <laughs> All I right. could, Disney. Your next one is Rebel Raid on the Bunker. This one basically is just, like, them working on the different angles, which, again, is cool for somebody who wants to get into filmmaking, a.k.a. me. Uh, and so you that get to fun. see them mm-hmm. mow down some stormtroopers. Yeah. And you get the popping of the guns instead of the pew pew, which is interesting. And then Han calls them twits, which I think is just hilarious. Yeah, but it just seems, it made me a little uncomfortable when I was watching it because it's just like, he's like, get out of here, come on, move, in the corner now, and they're placing the bombs. It made me feel kind of bad for the Empire because they're just like standing there scared while these guys are like, we're like, like, I am the captain now, you know? (laughs) And it made me feel like yeah, I can see why the Empire considers them a terrorist group. Yeah, but uh, I feel like that's a hard that's a hard topic of conversation. Simply, it because... is a hard topic of conversation, like the morality of the Empire. Right. The yeah, morality, and like I think because as well, the biggest but issue just... is like it's just like indoctrination of the stormtroopers themselves. You know, they're yeah, only told like, exactly. so much information. And so they assume these things about these other people and they don't want to learn anymore. But it's the same on, yeah, the, like, on the side of the rebels, but, but the rebels still, know that they're it, on the good side. It did, coming from the perspective of a stormtrooper, of course, I would be scared <laughs> if someone no, just No, I'm not saying that they wouldn't be scared. I'm just saying yeah, that, like, like... Unexpectedly went in my room, pointed a blaster at me, and just put these little Campbell soup cans all over my room. And I'm just like, what is going on? Right. No, it's, I'm not saying they don't. They shouldn't be scared. I'm just saying it's like a, that's a it's a deeper conversation if we're talking oh, about. Yeah. I just say they made it seem a little bit thin. rough. Like the empire. Mm-hmm. I mean, the rebellion wasn't so nice when mm-hmm. it came to. Solving well, and that's the thing. I think it's it's very few and far between that we see things like that because obviously it didn't make it into the movie, so we don't see very uh, very much <clears throat> aggressive rebellion moments. We see a lot of aggressive. Stormtrooper moments, because that's what we're supposed to see. That's what helps the story. But then we look at, like, Saw Gerrera's partisans in Rogue One, and it's like, oh, they are a little bit more brutal. Mm -hmm. 
There's um, like, you know, suicide bombers and crazy stuff like that. There's people that are like, like that whole ambush. You'd never think of the rebellion to be the ones who ambush. I would but, also point out that they're not necessarily the rebellion. They are just like yeah, you said, they're, 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 all, they're freedom fighters, but mm-hmm. they were part of the rebellion, but they still had those beliefs. And mm-hmm. that a decent contingent joined the partisans makes me believe that, you know, the Empire wasn't... Oh, I dropped another glasses case. God, just, how many I'm do you have? I'm losing them today. <clears throat> Wait, what? How many do you have? I only have the two. One is oh. for uh, my astigmatism, and the other one is for... Um, Oh, I didn't light. know there were two different types of glasses. No, this this one is just, like, for looking at screens for too long. Oh, yeah, I need some of those. I probably should wear them, but I'm not. That's all right. All and right. Everything's okay with my eyes. <laughs> Tatooine Sandstorm. Um, in this one, Luke's mannerisms Uh-oh. are super weird, and I understand that when we first see him in Return of the Jedi, his mannerisms are already different. And I still get a little bit of a weird vibe off of them, but I actually understand them. But in this scene, they were just still super weird. They weren't like, oh, I get why he's acting this way. He just, like, was very, like, pretentious sounding. And, like, I get that obviously the sandstorm itself was not helping. The man-made sandstorm. But Han and Leia were, like, still Han and Leia. And I felt like Luke was just kind of like, uh huh. I'll be back. Bye. Exactly. Just like, and it's like, I owe you, kid. Yeah. Oh, like you saved my blood out there. Yeah. It's like, jeez. Oh, good idea. Not the, good execution. You could hear the massive turbines just blowing into the camera. Yeah, they just sound like, like giant leaf blowers. Gi- they are giant leaf blowers. They're like, I think they were like plane engines that they like repurposed just okay. to blow a bunch of sand all over. The- and then last but not least, Vader's arrival and then him reaching out to Luke. I do wish we saw this one in the films. Um, because yes. this is this is the one that a lot of people say they wish they had. Yeah, because we see not only like a the like fatherly moment of of Vader Luke. being Luke, while he's in son. Vader, you know? Um mm-hmm. before the the confrontation. But we also see Luke building his lightsaber. So both of those things make me wish we saw it. Other than that. And it's also like such a good parallel of like Vader's face into Luke's face with the cloak over it. Love that. That was great. I, when I was a kid, when I saw Luke wearing like the dark outfit, I was like, oh no, he's turned to the dark side. (laughs) Oh no, because only dark side people wear black robes. (laughs) And I was like, but he has a green lightsaber. What's going on? Like, I was was conflicted. I found... I sensed the conflict within me. Yeah. that It was a very, very good deleted scene. Um, It was a very good deleted scene. And that's probably the one that I would... Like, if I were to pick one that would go back in the most, it would be the old lady screen. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It would be Luke Billy's lightsaber. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, I think that's it. Do you have any final thoughts other than that? Um, a lot of these I'm glad that they got rid of, especially the ones in Empire Strikes Back. They seem very sketch, you know, just like a little, Mm -hmm. ooh, no thank you. Yeah. And, 
when I I also and forgive me for going too fast. That's while okay. I was at it, I watched the deleted scenes for episode one, and mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of it is not as disjointed or as like, alternative uh, alternative as the other scenes that we've witnessed here today. A lot of them are just things that would have fit well, but probably would have just increased runtime and made right. it a little bit more boring. <clears throat> yeah. But... <laughs> nope, I agree I, entirely. I, I might save the story about the first scene for yes. when we actually get to it. Yeah, because I, will, I have a I'm really funny that. story from when I was a kid <laughs> about it. Yeah. But I'm really excited. Are we... Is it going to be you and me again doing the prequels? Probably. I think I'm going to... I'll reach out to Danny and Grace and see how they're feeling, if they want to be in it. Um, but, yeah. I've, I've got some good stories about it. I've got... I feel like I can put a lot to the table, but I don't want to be like, me! Pick me! No, <laughs> no you're good. Um, we'll, we'll hash it out and we'll find out what we're going to do for that, but we are going to come back with prequel trilogy deleted scenes and sequel trilogy deleted scenes, so everybody stay Which tuned for may that. may just be longer because when looking at the Disney Plus roster of uh, deleted scenes for The Last Jedi, also, I looked, there are no deleted scenes for The Rise of Skywalker. Okay, yeah, so maybe that's what it was. So we'll have to wait for that, or if there even are They're never coming. They're never going to put it out. So, but why is that? Why do you think they're never going to put it out? I don't know, I just heard that. <laughs> you know how was you that? like overhear things in the Star Wars community and you just kind of brush it off, but that's one of those things that I overheard, and I was like, okay, cool. So I don't sure, think they're going to ever the put Force anything Awakens out. The Last Jedi. The Last yeah. Jedi had 28 We can, <clears throat> we can theorize scenes, about... Uh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker deleted scenes, which I because think will be fun. The I feel like if we are to discuss anything like that, we would have to talk about the previous director's Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, or as they were going to call it, Duel of the Fates. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can have an episode discussing that we'll as well. do just a separate one. Yeah, we'll find it. One, yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, Brody, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at uh, TK50015. Wonderful. Um, You can find me personally at CJerica on Instagram or CJerica95 on Twitter. Um, and you can follow my blog at thekybercrystal.wordpress.com. Crystal does have two L's in it. I haven't posted there in a long time. I was working on a Chadwick Boseman post. Um, so hopefully that will come soon. But like I said, full-time school, full-time work, and podcast host. It's just a lot. So we're, we're taking our time and we're appreciating the loyalty and the fans and the friends um, within this community. Um, and then if you want to follow Kessel Run Weekly, we are basically available everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Kessel Run Weekly. You can also join our Facebook group, Kessel Crew. Um, typically we post polls there. Um, sometimes we just have Star Wars discussions. I would love for that Facebook group to become more active, so please go check that out. Please request to join um, and start creating some conversation. Um, it doesn't just have to be us. Feel free to submit posts there. Um... You can listen to us wherever you find your podcasts, and if you don't find us on your podcast app, please let us know, and we'll see if we can get there. Uh, Don't forget to visit the YouTube channel to watch the game show in video and audio format. And I think that's it. Gosh, gotta make sure I go through all those boxes, you know? 
Wait, what what boxes? All of my like follow us on everything. Reach out to oh, us on this. Like, check off the boxes. Yeah. I like I uh, used to I had it so down pat and then I it, it just disappeared. No. I gotta clean up. I gotta my check stuff. these boxes real quick. No. Yeah, it's like, no, uh, I gotta unpack some boxes <laughs> that I got. No, that's it. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Please go watch those deleted scenes. Think of those opinions for yourself and find out how you feel about them. Um, and then come back with us in a few weeks. I'm gonna say two weeks from now um to learn about the prequel trilogy deleted scenes and see how you feel about those thank you all so much for listening or watching and may the force be with you always We'll